Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1252. I'm recovering from my knee surgery yesterday. All went really well. Uh, got home from about 7.30pm last night. Um, I can walk on it. Um, it's hobbling, uh, but I can walk. Um, I went for a little bit of a walk um, just around the house. Um, about 20 minutes ago and um, it's freeing up a little bit more obviously I'm I'm weight bearing mainly on my right leg but um, yeah I am still limping getting up and down the stairs is uh, you know tricky um, well that's not true it's not tricky it's just different and it's just a little bit slower so um, you go up with your good foot and you come down with your bad foot and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the pain scale is pretty good. I was uh, just recording the Mental Toughness and Body Show uh, episode, actually, and um, just saying that it's probably about a one out of 10 uh, in terms of pain, uh, meaning that I'm not in a lot of pain. It's just that I know that it's there. And uh, yeah, I'm just off some Panadol, and I've got some, I think it's Oxy. Say oxytocin, but that's not right. Um, it's uh, what's it called? Oh, the name escapes me, but it's they're very, very tiny, but very, very powerful. Uh, it's like codeine in it, um, which really sort of knocks me out. So I, I had one, but uh, when I went to bed last night, and about three a.m. this morning, I had 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 one because the the knee was throbbing but uh, okay it's okay now uh, i just have to ice it every few hours um, it's got a, a a tight sleeve over it um like a a compression bandage and that's just to help keep the swelling down and um, yeah and that and that's what the ice is doing as well i've got some exercises to do which i attempted to do a couple of hours ago and um, quite funny watching me do it because there was some I just couldn't do, like a leg raise with that leg. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't lift the heel off the off the um, the, the couch that I'm lying on. So I am resting on my day bed upstairs in my my bedroom, just watching some movies, doing a little bit of work, and um, yeah, just trying to. To chill out, really. Um, my cat is lying here with me. He thinks it's a bit of all right. And uh, yeah, I've got to go get the ice pack here again shortly. And uh, yeah, just keep working hard on the rehab. This is the thing that most people don't do. They don't do their homework when it comes to um, you know an injury. Certainly when it comes to the sh your shoulder. Man, the amount of rehab that I had to do for that uh, was quite incredible. And, um, you know, I remember somebody said to me after my third shoulder surgery, um, they said how lucky I am that it's, you know, it's healed so well. I was like, well, do you realize the amount of hours that I've put in to rehabilitate my shoulders? And even now, before I do, any chest, shoulder, arm workout, I still 
go through the same exercises with my resistance band to make sure that I'm warming up my shoulder joint properly so that I don't have a future a future injury just you know uh, I golly uh, I was doing uh, a rehab on my shoulder three times a day and then it went down to two times a day and then it went down to you know three times a week and that's what I continue to do uh, three times a week and so if you worked out how many you know, lots of exercises I'd, I'd done over a six-month period uh, to get back to that that pain-free sort of position. And, and for uh, my right shoulder, it was over 12 months. I was like, okay, that's, there's no luck in that. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful that I found a great surgeon. He was able to do his magic. Uh, but the rest of it came down to the work that I did and the um, physio sessions that I did with my physio. Uh, I was very focused on it. Now, this is the problem with most people. They don't do the homework. They don't do the work. So for my knee, I have to two to three times a day, I have to do these um, physio exercises. Now, I failed uh, on my first first attempt and the, the pain was starting to increase in the knee. So what does that mean? Well, that means you've got to listen to your body and just say, okay, you've done enough now. Have a rest. Try them in a few hours' time and see if you progress and then tomorrow I'll do better and the next day I'll do a bit better it's about pushing a little bit but not pushing so that I'm going to uh, flare uh, flare the knee up anymore so just you've got to be patient but you've got to do the work and I think oh, two to three times a day doesn't sound like much but you've got to focus on it you've got to think about it and chances are most people probably only do it once so I'm sorry, just having um, having a drink. You've got to be focused on that. Interestingly, um, I always find this curious. You know, when you're in hospital and you're you, you're waiting, and you're you know, you're lying in the bed, you're all gowned up and everything, and they're going around to each person, uh, um, asking all the questions and um, doing your blood pressure and all that kind of stuff and temperature because of COVID. And it's it's interesting that the you know the, the doctors and surgeons and nurses obviously see a lot of people that are very very unhealthy, and uh, you know you're hearing them call out the blood pressure numbers and going through the medications that people are on and you know the the health that they either don't have or conditions that they have and you know they're younger than me, and I think wow. It's no mistake that I am in the shape that I'm in, and uh, you know, even um, uh, like the nurse said it uh, when she was uh, doing my my vitals and everything to start with, and then when the uh, anaesthetist came through, he said, "Oh well, yeah, I can see you you're fit and healthy, but they have to ask you all the questions, and all mine are just no, 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 no." You know, suffering from any any different things. The only yeses that I ever have, yeah, I wear contact lenses, and uh, right now, I have a temporary crown on my front tooth uh, because that was put on. Um, I don't even know what day it is that I had it done a week ago, and 
that because they, um, oh, you know, they put the thing down your throat to help with your breathing while you're under. Uh, what do you call? I'm I'm losing um, the names of things today. Uh, what do I call it? No, I'm getting different words mixed up in my my head. But anyway, those that are nurses know what I'm talking about. And so what can happen is that because they can, you know, knock against your teeth and stuff when they pull it out, uh, it can uh, knock your teeth. Um, I, I have to tell them about the, the crown and because it's a temporary one, they then said, look, when you come back in, I'll be able to just pull that off. Um, so she said, you can't crunch on it or anything like that. So I said, look, I've got this temporary crown. But I thought ahead and said, well, okay, I've, I can put my Invisalign even though I don't have my official retainers yet because uh, they don't come until my, my crown is done. Um, I'm just using my, my last lot of re uh, retainers, if you like. And I said, look, if I leave these in, even if you knock the tooth, it will be okay. And I said, I sleep with these in, they don't, won't fall out, so they'll be fine. So I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, so we left those in. So that were the only two yeses that I had and everything else was a no. And, uh, yeah, it's just a reminder each time I do happen to go to hospital and, you know, they ask these questions that, yeah, it's, it's no mistake that I am in the shape that I am and that why all my answers are no. It's because it's the most valuable asset that I have. Well, maybe it's the second most valuable. I would say my mind is my most valuable because even if my body's gone, I've still got my mind. Um, and, and I, I practice it every day. You know, I'm, I'm practicing health. I, I do it every day. Each meal I have, I'm practicing it, practicing perfection. And that's how you get great results. That's how you achieve success. You keep practicing it. So it's never too late to start. I know that, look, I'm working with people uh, every day that are, you know, struggling for that better version of themselves or, you know, desperately trying to get that better version of themselves. I'm starting to get more and more people come back to me uh, now, new people, old people that, uh, when I say old people, uh, you know, clients that have been uh, maybe inactive with me for uh, my longest ones, probably 10 years. 10 years has just come back and this is the thing about working uh working with me i i say to people you are joining a family you're joining my fitness family and i do treat people's health as precious health as preciously as mine i know how important it is we want to get it right and that's why People keep coming back. Yeah, people end up in different positions, um, you know, make different decisions, want to try different things, move away, etc., etc. But then they realize that, wow, I got great results when I was with Rob. He is a trusted, you know, a trusted resource for me. And, uh, you know, that's what's, that's what's important to me. That's why I do what I do. It's, uh, it's important to treat people's health as preciously as yours. Not just, okay, let's just do it differently to the way that I would treat my own health. 
It's like, no, you've got to do it the right way. That's why you've got to, you've got to uh, walk the talk, okay? You can't just talk it and then go and do something else. You've got to live it. And I think anyone that follows me, like on social media, anyone that's been listening to these podcasts, this is all me. It's, it's completely me. It's authentically me. Uh, I purposefully live my life this way so that I can have the freedoms that I enjoy. I've chosen to have a surgery that I didn't really have to have, but chose to because I want to live at the upper end of extreme health. And that means I don't want to have functional pain in my knee. You know, I've got another 40, 47, 48 years or so left in my life where I want to be doing things that, you know, people at my age now start to struggle with. And so I want to continue to work out. I want to have, you know, smoking hot six-pack when I'm 90. Why not? It's just uh, people's perceptions of, well, at age 90, they're thinking, okay, wheelchair, home, nursing home, etc. Now, if there are things that happen for me, like if I... I've got dementia on both sides of my family and if that is the thing that's going to take me, then chances are it will take me before I'm 90. Um, like dad was 70, 77 when he passed, 77, 78. And my grandfather, he was, I think he was probably 81 on mum's side, something like that, when he passed. Uh, so... Uh, you know, for my grandpa, he, I reckon it was 12 months from when he got it to when he passed. Dad, probably a couple of years when the early signs were there, but really 12 months that it started to take him aggressively. Uh, so let's just say that I'm in, you know, in my 70s. Mum was 66 when she passed of cancer. Uh, you know, if cancer's going to get me, uh, dementia's going to get me, then chances are maybe it's an average between those two of 66 to 77. So let's split the difference and say, what's that, 11 years? So maybe 70. So maybe I've got 17 years left. Who knows? I think about how quickly the last 20 years have gone, the last 12 years of being in business. and think, wow, if I've only got 17 years left, this is why I make sure that I, I work as hard as I can every day on my health and my wellness. Because you just don't know what's going to come your way. Now, I work harder, smarter than anyone on my family tree in terms of their health. So statistically, I should live longer. But genetics comes to play, doesn't it? And you just, you just don't know what's going to come your way. Either way, I approach each day knowing that, well, you know, if uh, I can create a better version of myself every day, then I feel like I've done my job. So I'm just going to have a drink. I feel like I've done my job. My cat looks so cute right now. He's kind of, he's lying on his side with his head right back. He's fully outstretched. He goes from my knees down to my toes. That's how long he is. He's very cute. He's purring away. Um, yeah, so you, I mean, you just, you just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, I think if you approach each day thinking about, like well, yesterday, just before, the anesthetist is about to stick the needle in your, you know, in your, your hand and your arm. He says, look, 
there's always a risk. I do have to tell you that, you know, you could die through this. So I need you to sign this form saying it's okay if you die. And I've discussed this with you. It's like, fantastic. Isn't that awesome? And, uh, you know, I'm always at peace with it. It's just like taking off in a plane each time. I think, you know what, if um, I, I, I try to always fly with Qantas, and I think, well, do you know what, if I go down with this plane and pass away, I'll be part of history because Qantas has never lost a flight, never had a plane crash. So I'll be part of history. Uh, you know, I've, like yesterday, I thought, well, do you know what, I've lived a, a really great life. Um, there's so much that I still want to do. But this is why every day I think, how can I be better? What do I need to be doing that I want to do that I'm not currently doing because I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to die with any, any regrets. But if I went back 12 years and I didn't make the decisions that I'd, I've made up to this point, I would be dying with regrets. I would say, oh, man, I wish I'd started my own fitness business. I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done this. And this is one of the things with success. You don't know once you achieve a level of success, let's say it's level five, you don't know what level 50 looks like. You don't even know what level six looks like. When you're at ground zero, you have no idea what that sort of five levels up is going to look like. You can maybe imagine it, but for me, I think, wow, I'm doing things now that I just, I never even conceptualized when I was at ground zero. I just didn't, I knew what I wanted to achieve, but I'm doing things now that weren't even on my radar of, oh, I want to do that. But now they are. And now I'm looking at that next level, which is like level 51, saying, wow, that is, that's a whole other ball game uh, for me. And I'm doing things now to help put me there and I think wow how exciting is that you know I'll be living life on a completely different level than greater than I would ever have conceived possible and yet if I hadn't have made decisions over the last couple of years those things would never come to fruition but now I can see them and this is why I continue to push every day continue to push surround myself with the right people that are pushing themselves and that inspires me to push myself more. Just standing in a, a much better quality of room, hanging out with way different people. Um, you know, to me, that's, that's, that's exciting. Uh, 2022 is going to be incredible. Uh, but it's, we're not there yet. So don't just start focusing on 2022. Focus on what you can do now. What you can do right now as soon as you hit stop at the end of this podcast, what can you do? What can you be doing to make yourself better, your life better? And why I love what I do is because your health is the center of your universe. And right now, I can't be in this conference called Mega Success, which is where, you know, that's sort of catapulted me into another level of success. Apologies about that. That phone call ringing was the hospital to uh, do their 24-hour checkup on the, how I was going. Yeah, mega success. It's on right now. And uh, you know, I'm so envious of, of not being able to be there. But because of everything going on, uh, it's not just my surgery. I could have delayed that, honestly. 
but it's more my daughter um, because she just came out of hospital. Um, she's going back into hospital uh, tomorrow. Um, so it's every two days we need to uh, take her back and I alternate those duties with their, her mum and um, just with the commitments of my other daughter as well. It's just, um, you know, it's, it just wasn't going to work, um, unfortunately, this year. But just watching everything that's going on over there, I'm really, uh, really missing it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get there next year. But, uh, yeah, enjoying it from afar. Right now, it happens over in Florida. Well, it's Florida this year. It was Los Angeles the year that well, the last couple of years that I've been. It wasn't on last year. It was virtual last year because of COVID. So, yeah, different world over in Florida. Really different world. Um, COVID rules are different completely to, to here in Melbourne, Australia. So, um, got a good friend over there though that's um, attending, giving me updates each day. So, um, so that's pretty cool as well. Hey, anyway, I've got to get back to uh, some rehab and relaxing. So have a great day wherever you are and I'll see you tomorrow.